Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Right now, very pleased to uh, have joining us for the first time uh, the new CEO of the Pacific Northwest section of the PGA, Frank Tallarico, who uh, comes up here to the Northwest after uh, two decades serving as the lead of the Southern California PGA Foundation. Franks, thanks so much for uh, joining us here this morning. And we'll start just uh, how has the uh, move and the transfer been up here to the Pacific Northwest? Well, thanks for having me, guys. I, uh, it's a pleasure to be on the radio with you this morning. It's been fantastic uh, to say I'm excited and and uh, and pleased to be in the Pacific Northwest would be the understatement of the day. Frank, uh, when I've looked at uh, jobs out there or career uh, changes, I actually had to because they canned me. But in your case, <laughs> what was it about this particular position, the CEO position uh, within the PGA that appealed to you? Well, as you said in the intro, my career in golf began 22 years ago when uh, I received a phone call uh, from a a mutual friend who was then working at the Southern California PGA section asking if I would be interested talking to him and the CEO of the section at the time about starting a foundation with the section focused on growing the game of golf, particularly for kids 7 to 17 years old. You fast forward 22 years and, you know, I've, I've still stayed involved. I've served as the chair of that foundation for the last four years and my phone rings again. And, you know, you could agree that the best jobs find you, you don't find them. And, and the idea that uh, I was getting a phone call asking me if I'd like to throw my hat in the ring uh, to become the CEO of, you know, the largest section geographically in the country. Uh, a section that has a reputation of running probably the finest tournament program in the country, uh, and I'd be a fool not to be interested in that position. So, you know, I, I was I was honored and pleased that it found me, and, and it's hard to say no to a position like this one. So uh, for our listeners who may not know, uh, we are the largest section. There are 41 sections in the PGA. Uh, and how does this uh, – how does your office serve – the professional and how does it assist the professional in serving the public? 
So, I mean, the, 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 the vision and mission of the section is real simple, which is probably, probably a good thing so we can always stay focused. It's grow the game and serve the member. And, and you, you know, hit it on the head, Harold, and it's, it's how do I serve and how do we as a staff and a section serve the PGA members so that they in turn can serve the public because we should never forget that the PGA member is an expert in this game of golf. And, and really, uh, first you have to appreciate the PGA member wears lots of hats, uh, you know, anything from a junior golf leader to a teacher to a, a, a businessman and a marketer. Um, and our job is to ensure that those members are always without compromise, enjoying best-in-class services, you know, across these different disciplines so that they are always at the top of their game and always in a position to always deliver quality, quality instruction, quality services, quality information to the general public. Frank Tallarico, our guest, the new CEO of the Pacific Northwest section of the PGA. And uh, as you mentioned, kind of, uh, doing a lot of inside support to the, the five chapters. The geographic area is vast. It's different. Uh, you've got uh, areas like Portland and Seattle where it's a uh, large uh, metropolitan area and then extremely rural areas out in Montana, uh, Idaho, eastern Washington, and Oregon. Uh, how do you see, you know, th- th- a lot of different needs. You've got resort golf in certain areas. Uh, how do you start to put together a plan as an organization that's overseeing everything to, to do things that can benefit all those different areas uh, of the country here when it comes to golf? Well, a couple of things. You know, first and foremost, it, 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 you're right. It's a very disparate, <clears throat> pardon me, disparate section. So you've got five different chapters with five very different demographic profiles. But the one common denominator is the role of the PGA member in those sections. You know, that being said, uh, we're very fortunate in that despite the distance between any two chapters, you've got a very tight-knit, very, very tight-knit professional association of members. And so because of that, uh, you can rely on them from the chapter structure to really you know, look into their own chapters and give us the regular and recurring feedback that we need uh, to know how best to serve them. So you know, it's, it's, it's a wonderful place to be when you're surrounded by professionals who take their profession very, very seriously, and these members certainly do. Frank, it's been a rough year, and we saw uh, – I serve on the board of directors of the section, and we've been dealing with the pandemic issue uh, for, ever since March. And then we had a change from Jeff Ellison to your uh, coming in. Uh, where do we go from here? How do we monitor and continue to grow the game when we're in some ways restricted? Well, you know, as you said, the shutdown affected everyone and affected affected all businesses and courses and practice facilities were obviously not immune to that. I I tend to be uh, very, very optimistic on the rebound um, across most businesses, but especially in the business of golf. I think the the numbers thus far are, are proving that to be true. I mean, even as quickly as May, so when things started to loosen up, Harold, I mean, you started to see 22% more you know, rounds of golf scores posted to the USGA over the previous year. Uh, in Oregon, Woodburn, for example, saw 800 rounds over Memorial Day weekend. That's twice as many as the prior year. And, you know, what gives me a lot of hope is the idea that this happened uh, before the PGA Tour even came back. So it wasn't necessarily the influence of seeing, you know, famous PGA Tour players on TV and that motivating maybe your, your, uh, your, your loyal golfer to come back out onto the golf course. I think that you've got all those folks, 
But I think you've got a whole new group of, of golfers coming out now, too. And, and, you know, one of the things that I think, and it's almost ironic, it used to be that one of the challenges for the game of golf uh, typically was that, it, you know, people had concerns over how long it took to play a round of golf. Some folks say it's, you know, five, five and a half hours for a round of golf. That sort of vanishes when you've been locked up for a while and you want to get outside and enjoy some fresh air and, and maybe some, some friendship on the golf course. So on how, how this golf industry is coming back, and I think it's going to continue on a strong trajectory. How we serve that, that, uh, that rebound, we have to make sure that, that our programs are staying ahead of the curve. We have to make sure that the members are prepared for what I think is going to be an increase in demand, how best to deliver those services to this maybe new population of golfers, and always remind the population out there that who wants to play golf that if you got a question or you have an interest or maybe you've been playing golf and you want to refine your game, your first call should be a PGA member. Frank Tallarico is our guest, the new CEO of the Pacific Northwest section of the PGA. Uh, the other issue we saw Mike Davis, uh, who's been the CEO of the USGA now for a number of years, uh, announced publicly he will be stepping down soon. There has always seemed to be some sort of friction or tension between the USGA and the local uh, state, uh, you know, the OGA here in Oregon and the PGA. Uh, how do you see this as an opportunity, whoever might be stepping in uh, for Mike Davis, as well as working with the uh, local uh, golf associations in each of the states that you now, uh, how do you see this synergy maybe be able to become closer together and be more in the interest of uh, the general public and, and the, the recreational golfers moving forward? Yeah, it's, it's a real good question and, and, and one that actually I've, I've dealt with personally over the last 22 years having been involved in Southern Cal. Obviously, uh, these are our allied associations. Uh, if you look at it, they're, 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 they're two halves of a handshake. Uh, the USGA is typically regarded as, as representing the interests and, and of the game as well as the, that of the amateur player, and the PGA is, is there to, to grow the game and to serve the amateur golfer. So this is a real opportunity to ensure that we're, we, we are coming together as both hands of that handshake and really you know, being mindful, not of our own personal interests and agendas, but really focusing on how do we best serve that amateur uh, who's coming out to our golf courses, who's, who's seeking lessons from our, from our professionals, who wants to get fitted with clubs at our, at our golf courses. So this is a real opportunity for the USGA to, to really embrace the idea of working together with the PGA of America. Frank, we've got a real challenge right now with, uh, you know, we, we're doing fine with our pro-ams and some of, some of our tournaments, but we are struggling to raise money for charities through uh, some of these pro-ams and tournaments how do we how do we help and this is a great um this is one of the efforts the pga of america and the tour make every year and that is to contribute to charities how do we go about continuing that uh in this uh era of the pandemic i think we have to start thinking differently i think it's time for us to you know maybe not necessarily put all of our proverbial, you know, dollars and cents, eggs in one basket, because when things like a pandemic hit, the basket will finally be empty. Uh, I think that there's real opportunity for partnerships with, that maybe we haven't seen before with corporate America. And I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the idea that, as we've already discussed, you know, as we come out of this pandemic and we see that, that golf is, is enjoying some very robust growth, that the golf, the golf industry is going to be a wonderful vehicle for corporate America to partner with as we come out of this and together 
uh, help one another grow our respective brands. As a result of that, we're going to see revenue increase with the flexibility to participate in charitable endeavors. So I think it's a question of looking at this differently. I, I think the days of, you know, let's, let's do a charity golf tournament and hopefully we'll have, you know, a full field and, and folks are going to, you know, spend extra at the auction. I think those days are, I don't say they're over, but they have to be complemented with some new thinking. Well, we look forward to uh, your leadership. Unfortunately, we're out of time here. We'd love to have you back uh, once you get your uh, uh, feet settled and start to get into the job. Frank Tallarico, the new CEO of the uh, Pacific Northwest section of the PGA. Thanks so much. Best of luck. And uh, we look forward to talking with you again soon. Thanks, gentlemen. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.